Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Look at us, Big J, here on the 26th day of October 2020. It is a Monday coming in hot after a weekend. How was the weekend, Big J? I mean, it, it could have been better. Oh, no. What yeah. happened? Uh, I, well, I don't know if I want to get into a lot of it, but uh, just did chores, man. Did a lot of chores. Well, I don't want to get into the COVID talk. Because I've been dealing with that all weekend, so. Uh, well, I mean, that's all anybody's talking about. So, what do you mean you don't want to get into the COVID? Well, it's talk? a lot of personal stuff. Oh, I understand. I get it. I get it. Uh, and so, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't great. It wasn't great at all. Well, lo siento, it was a pile my of smoking dog crap. Uh, as if you didn't have to deal with that enough. <laughs> I know. So we uh, we managed to clean out the garage. Uh, but I'll t- and I'll tell you this, man, it's so nice getting a car when it's 20 degrees out. And you don't have to warm it up. Uh, can you fit two cars in that two-car garage yet or no? No. Just the one? No. We'll never be able to fit two cars in the car in the garage. <laughs> well, we just have we just have we have shelves. We have two I know. things of shelves. I it's know. It's not in the cards. If we didn't have those, we could. Uh is there any kind of argument whatsoever as to who gets to park in the garage? No, not really. That's good. I, I actually well, I was, you know, last year I didn't really do a lot of it because I was like, hey, let's put other vehicles in there and stuff and um, like, I don't mind getting up earlier and warming it up, but now I'm just a year older. So, you've got a fleet of vehicles. You just spent a bunch of money on an awesome Mustang. That doesn't go in the garage in the winter? Uh, well, here's the, the thing. Or? It's got a cover on it. Okay. So, um, that's... You're not going to put in, like, storage yeah, no. or anything? But what we've talked about, so the argument... Here's the real argument, is that uh, the youngest wants to park her car in the driveway. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm like, listen, uh, driveways for people who pay rent around here. Uh, and then she's like, well, Maddie never paid rent. And I'm like, yeah, but she bought groceries and stuff. But the real thing of it is we've decided we want to extend our driveway over a little bit. And so we want to get some concrete in there. So if you know any concrete people, Nick. I do, uh, as a matter of fact. Good. Um, Give me their number. I, I, I know a guy that did concrete for about 40 years, Big J. Uh, I don't know if he's going to make the road trip over oh. from Wisconsin. Oh, or yeah. Or okay, your driveway. you're right, Tim. Tim? Yeah, no, yeah, he wouldn't want to. I recommend Tim Cures the Concrete Construction for <laughs> your concrete needs, which no longer exists, so. by the way, because he is officially retired. But no, there's no argument. I mean, I get up at, at, at really early in the morning and an extra 15 minutes or 10 minutes to warm up a car. Uh, just nobody wants that. I understand. I understand. Uh, and understand this, Treasure Valley. We are going to talk about a lot of crap over the course of the show today including but not limited to Samana Monday action. We are going to start getting people qualified for Win Santa's Sack at 8.30 today with your Halloween-flavored pop culture smackdown last week of that as well. And, of course, a lot of other fun as we do the show, but we also play music like the Foo Fighters. Let's kick things off with DOA here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, it ain't pretty when it comes to the COVID-19 numbers, nor has it been for a pretty solid stretch here in the state of Idaho. Now it seems like emergency. Yeah, right? that's that, that might be a term uh, that comes into play a little bit later on today, for sure. 654 cases were added on a Sunday. Guess what? That's the highest we've ever had on a Sunday, Big J. Uh, and uh, it's not good. We're almost at 60,000, my friend. That is uh, that'll be reached today. I I'm gonna I'm gonna bring out the procrastinator, the uh, prognosticator stick, and go. You know what? That's gonna happen at 60 large. Come uh, end of business today. We're up to 573 deaths as well. An estimated 28,056 recoveries have been made. But the real issue that we have that we've talked about several times on this show. Number one. The uh, ridiculous amount of hospitalizations that we have in Idaho. ICU numbers are at an all-time high. Our positivity rate is crazy right now. And the amount of numbers that we have are going up. And with all that in mind, Governor Brad Little will hold a press conference today at around 3 p.m. to make what he is calling an important announcement regarding COVID-19 in Idaho. Uh, That will happen at the Capitol building. Uh, I don't know what he's going to say, to be perfectly honest. Um, You know, it's kind of been... (laughs) I don't even know what to expect at this point. Because, you know... Clearly his message for Idahoans to be responsible and to wear a mask and to do what they can to protect themselves isn't working. 
Yeah, but, you know, don't forget that, like, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I don't know. It's I, heavy sarcasm. I get it. I get it. But what, what I'm saying is, like, I don't know. It's going to it's gonna turn like I'm weighted one way or the other. But at this point, I mean, I don't know how you can't be. But uh, we're talking about weeks of not doing jack squat. You yep. know what I mean? No, yeah. It's all... And, and you can pretty much blame it right in his lap if you want to be truthful from my point of view. And and now we're 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 hitting the panic button, and all that's gonna do is just piss people off, no matter what you do, because it's like zero or a hundred is all we're doing. And 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 even then, the hundred becomes optional, and so it doesn't really matter. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, look, like you know, go to a grocery store. You'll still see people walking around without a mask. Guaranteed. I don't care where you are. Guaranteed. You will. And so it's like, what is the point if you're not going to enforce what's happening? But then, you know, you get everybody all up in arms and people go into playgrounds and things get closed down for kids and getting arrested and it becomes national news. And so there's just, there's, it's a no-win situation that is getting worse by the day. And I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what is going to happen at 3 o'clock today. Uh, I don't know if anything's going to happen at 3 o'clock today. Uh, I just know that things aren't great when it comes to the numbers, specifically here in Idaho. And quite frankly, all the states surrounding us. It's kind of hitting the flyover states right now uh, pretty damn hard. And so we'll see. But don't worry about it, Big J. You got an election in seven days. You understand? That's all people are talking about. Yeah. Hey, the Dodgers are one World Series win away from winning the whole thing. 3-2 uh, series lead, a 4-2 win last night over the Devil Rays. I'm still going to call him that. Clayton Kershaw, another uh, nice victory for him yesterday, even though he gave up a couple of runs on five hits, but he uh, he ended up staying through six, which is good. Uh, that follows a crazy game four in which the Rays tied things up on some craziness that happened on the last play. But now the Dodgers are looking to take it home. Day off today, game six is Tuesday. Just when you thought it couldn't get worse for the Dallas Cowboys, Big J. Oh, man. Andy Dalton got hit by a truck in the middle of the damn field, and he's concussed, of course. So now some guy you've never heard of is the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. That's not even the worst part of it, dude. (laughs) What is the worst part? That nobody bothered to do anything. They even helped the dude. It's true. It is true. Uh, and, and so I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, it's one thing to give up on Mike McCarthy. That I can get. But when you're giving up on each other, that's probably just not good. That's just not good football. They, like, at the very least, to play for each other's health. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no. they just hate each other, too? Is that what's happening? The, the only person they may have cared about was Dak Prescott, maybe? Maybe. I guess. I guess. But it, I feel bad. I mean, we've got a, <clears throat> a co-worker and a good friend who's a, a, just a loyal Dallas Cowboy fan. I feel so bad for some of them because that team is such trash. Yeah, no, it's it's bad. I mean, listen, uh, Van Der Esch was back. He actually led the team in tackles. Uh, but, I mean, you can't let Washington run up and down. I mean, a terrible football team run up and down on you like that. So that defense is god-awful. And listen, I, 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 I don't think Kellen Moore's infallible. I think he's got some... I, I don't know if... I still don't know. I'm not 100% certain that Mike McCarthy doesn't have his hands in the play calling in some way, shape, or form. Uh, but either way, the play calling yesterday was not that great either. So, uh, I mean, a little bit erratic at best. I love Kellen Moore. I want him to be a head coach someday. Uh, but I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know what's going on over there, but it ain't good. Lions came. The Falcons blew another lead yesterday. I mean, it's incredible. They the Lions came back on them and won. The early games had some pretty cool back and forth games actually. Lions win. The Browns over the Bengals in a nice back and forth there. The Pittsburgh Steelers held on in a great game against with undefeated teams to beat Tennessee 27-24. New Orleans Saints held on to beat the Panthers 27-24. Bills over the Jets. I already mentioned the Washington beating Dallas game. Packers over the Texans. Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, doubled up the Raiders. Chiefs big over the Broncos, even though the Chiefs offense could, somehow 43 points were scored, but it didn't seem like the offense could do much of anything yesterday. But still, uh, good job by the Chiefs. 49ers just ran over the pits, the New England Patriots. The Patriots are a bad football team too, Big J. You like that for sure. Chargers uh, big over the Jaguars as well. And then the Cardinals in a hell of a Sunday night football game last night came back and beat the Seahawks 37-34 in overtime. The Bears and Rams have a lot to live up to. Uh, that is Monday night football tonight on ESPN if you want to watch it. And by the way, the Broncos won on Saturday, Big J. 
Oh man, 42 13 over Utah State. Your uh, game breakdown, because I wasn't able to watch a second of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they look pretty sharp. I mean, they came out and uh, they run roughshod over uh, the, uh, the Utah State Aggies. Yeah, uh, Hank Bachmeyer with three touchdowns. Uh, Shakir with a great performance, catching the ball, too, a couple of scores. And then Halani over 100 yards rushing and a touchdown, too. So offense was pumping. A couple sure. of special teams issues, but other than that. You're happy? Yeah. If uh, Utah I... State would have put up a couple more touchdowns, you'd have pretty damn close to that final score. Yeah. But uh, right. the Utah State offense didn't do very much. Arnold Schwarzenegger is recovering from his second heart problem he's had in two years, Big J. The actor shared a shot of himself in a hospital bed on Twitter, writing, thanks to the team in the Cleveland Clinic, I've got a new aortic valve to go along with my pulmonary valve for my last surgery. He says he feels fantastic. He's already been walking the streets of Cleveland, just punching random people in the face. No, he's been checking out the statues. Uh, he says thank you to every doc and nurse on his team. His daughter and son said, uh, go get him, Dad. And uh, they had some fun. So two years ago, he had some heart surgery as well. Uh, and he's had one uh, in 1997, too. So Arnold's got some heart issues. Pumping iron needs to be pumping blood, you understand? No. Yeah. Make it happen. But thankfully, he's okay and he's going to be fine. I'm sure he'll be back pumping out action movies in no time. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Man Up Mondays on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Gonna tell you what, man. Uh, owning a house is great because it's comfort. You know, you, it's your place. You can do the things you want to do with it and you can make it yours and, and, and that's great. Uh, Sex dungeons, etc. Right, yeah, whatever. I mean, torture devices. Huh? I don't know. What, whatever area you're going in there, dude. But, uh, you know, along with it comes a lot of work because... There's a lot of stuff, a lot of maintenance and upkeep in a house, Nick, that, that you know, nobody tells you about until you're a homeowner. Like like rain gutters, for example. Uh, these gutters, they're on your house, they're there for a reason. And the fall comes with leaves, man. And we've got this really annoying set of trees right next to us. And uh, it's uh, it gets to be a mess. And, you know, for a couple years there, we really didn't do anything about them, Nick. Why would you? Uh, yeah, why, why would you? Oh, God. Look at me. Do I look like the kind of guy that, that, that wants to get up on a ladder and clean out a bunch of uh, leaves? And that question is is no, of course not. That's the answer to that question. And I never really did it. And uh, finally, uh, we got them cleaned out, uh, I think, a, a couple seasons ago. And have done our best to try to do it. Uh, in fact, last year we found a mouse up there, a dead mouse <laughs> body. Um, and, of course, I'm not the guy that can go up there and do that. It's got to be somebody else. So, finally... Uh, we decided to put in uh, rain gutter um, screens. So there's these screens. Why they don't just put these in to begin with, I don't know. I think it's a, like a whole aftermarket kind of scam that they want people to get into. Well, of course. right? So you put this screen in and it works great, uh, but it uh, requires somebody with some skill. And there's nobody around that has that at my house. Uh, so we have to bring in a heavy hitter. Okay. We bring in the nephew. Okay. Who you know? He's like six foot eight. I don't know. You've got a roster of people that help yeah, you around your house. That's I know. Incredible. Isn't it great? Do you it's need some incredible help? Incredible. Um, and so it's uh, yeah. It, and it's not just because it, it, people get the wrong idea to think I'm lazy. That's not the case at all. In fact, uh, I just uh, two things will happen. One, I'll screw it up, and it'll be more work, or I'll get injured. And that's not good for anybody uh, in the household. So, uh, yeah, no, uh, last, uh, not this past weekend, but the weekend before that, the nephew came over and installed a bunch of rain gutters, uh, and installed the, the screens, and, um, and and that was uh, nice to have. Are they just like uh, like perfectly sized screens that go over the gutters, or are they larger than the gutters themselves? No, yeah, they, they fit. I mean, I think most gutters are, are pretty much standard yeah. size, so yeah, they're made specifically to to be that. They're just uh, they're pretty easy to install. Even an idiot who uh, could, should be able to do it, uh, but uh, you know, I, I you have to be an idiot who can get up on a ladder and do stuff like that. We know from you trying yeah. to change a light bulb, it doesn't work out with you in a ladder. So No, 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 it's a bad idea. And the last time I tried to actually get up on a ladder, uh, it was the light bulb thing went okay. It's just, uh, you know, I almost fell off that thing. So <laughs> every now and then having, having family friends come over and do all this stuff. But, yeah, just keep that in mind. You know, your townhouse owners, you know, your rental people, I mean, you don't have to put up with a lot of that stuff. Was it expensive? Are they expensive? Um, no, not really. I wouldn't consider cons consider this. All the work and, and stuff that goes into cleaning out your damn gutters? No, it's not expensive at all. Yeah, I'm lucky. The The house that I own doesn't have any trees overhanging the uh, 
the house, so there's not a lot of uh, buildup in the gutters. So very yeah, lucky. and now we got you know leaves everywhere, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh boy, mm-hmm. that part I should be able to take care of, but I won't. Morning after, well, don't worry about it. I'm sure you'll have your nephew's cousin come over and rake up your yard for you. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Give me my second cousin. There's your Man Up Monday. I'm morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, important stuff is brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. You in it to win it, bro? You're damn right I am. The Idaho Lottery's $1 million raffle has the best odds of winning a million bucks, and it's on sale right now. Play before November 3rd for your chance to win a $1,000 daily prize. Take advantage. We've been buying a ticket every day. Yeah? Any luck? Close, man. Real close. But no. It ain't horseshoes, buddy. It's the Idaho Lottery. That's right. And so, uh, but are you buying the raffle tickets? So like, yeah. You're getting, yeah. So listen, you got a pretty good chance, man. Best of odds. I Why mean, not? a thousand bucks. I'll take it. Not only that, but I mean, you're playing for a million at the end of the year. Right, exactly. Right? Well, uh, it's going to be a crazy week, uh, no doubt about it. I mean, you've got uh, a week and a day before the official election day coming up on November the 3rd. And then, of course, uh, don't forget this weekend, uh, the clocks fall back, too. Jesus. And so I suppose if there's any daylight savings time or any clock change that's a good one, it's the fallback one uh, where you gain an hour of sleep as opposed to lose one overnight. But still... It always gives us a good opportunity to bring up why. Why do we do daylight savings? Why? Time? And apparently, a new survey finds that an all-time high of American citizens polled want a fixed year-round time. Still a low number, in my percentage. Sixty-three percent of Americans say, "Hey, let's just knock it off with the fall back and spring forward stuff." And I ask you, what do the other thirty-seven percent feel? And why are thirty-seven percent people in favor of just randomly changing our time? Yeah, That's why, the real question. We, that deserves a follow-up. You're right. I would love to know why. And if your answer is, it's the way it's always been, I'm going to throw you out on your ass because it's a terrible answer to any question. The American Academy of Sleep Medicine also favors this as well. President of the AASM Big J, Dr. Cannon Rammer. What a great name. That's like a Steven Seagal name, dude. Yeah. I'm Cannon Rammer. Or an adult film star. <laughs> Call me Dr. Cannon Rammer. He notes that uh, time changes increase the risk of stroke, hospital emi- hospital admissions, sleep loss, and also add to inflammation, one of the body's responses to stress. Researchers say there's an 18% increase in adverse medical events due to human error in the week after switching to daylight savings time. That's an awful stat as well. Error. Doctors and people are more likely to make a mistake because of that. Great. To make the most of an hour gained from the switch back to standard time on November 1st, the AASM recommends going to bed at your usual time. Setting your clock back one hour just before getting into bed, waking up at your regular time and noting how much better you feel. After an extra hour of sleep and making your goal to get enough sleep each day. Of course, that goes right out the window when you're skipping ahead an hour. You know what I mean? Then you're just going to feel more tired. And again, everything is dumb. I don't know why we do it. We need to stop. Abolish daylight savings time. And I don't even care which one you pick. Just pick one and stick with it. Yeah, ultimately it wouldn't matter which one. No, just just say that we're not going to do this anymore. There's no reason for it. I can't give you a good one. Knock it off. This whole just complete status quo for the sake of status quo is maddening. I'm tired of it. I feel like I could run for president just on a platform of abolishing daylight savings time and maybe I'd have a puncher's chance. Well, that statistic would add up for you. Of course, all the skeletons would come out of the closet and then we've got no interest in that either, Big J. Dodgers took a 3-2 World Series win with a 4-2 victory in Game 5 yesterday over the Tampa Bay Rays. Game 6 is Tuesday. Your Boise State Broncos kicked off the season with a 42-13 victory over the Aggies at Albertson Stadium on the shoulders of Hank Brockmeyer, Big J. Three touchdowns, 268 through the air. Two of those scores went to Shakir, who had seven catches for 123 yards and a pair of scores. George Alani looked good on the ground as well, averaging seven yards a carry, good for over 100 yards and a touchdown, including a 34-yard scamper. Defense looked good as well. Of course, keep in mind, Utah State's not a world beater. You know what I mean? Uh, not a great football team, but still, right. you're able to kick off the victory with a very good win and a cover. So congratulations to Boise State on a big victory. Detroit Lions, Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers, Saints, Bills, Washington football team, the Packers, Bucks, 
Chiefs, 49ers, Chargers, and Cardinals. All winners yesterday. A pretty good slate of games for your Sunday football. Let's see what Monday Night Football has for us. Bears at Rams. Who do you like tonight, Big J? Um, boy, man. Uh, let's go. Let's go with the Rams. I like that pick. Hopefully, you're right. We got another remake in the world. Scarlett Johansson is set to star in a movie called Bride, a take on the classic Bride of Frankenstein character for A24 and Apple. Sebastian Lilo will direct. The logline reads, a woman created to be an ideal wife rejects her creator and is forced to flee to her confined existence, confronting a world that sees her as a monster. It's on the run that she finds her true identity, her surprising power, and the strength to remake herself as her own creation. Big J, how about that? Ah. I don't remember much about Bride of Frankenstein, uh, other than the hairdo, you know what I mean? Which is fairly iconic, which I'm guessing will go the way of the dodo for the remake. But... Either way, we'll see what ends up happening. And uh, A24, uh, they have a history of making pretty weird independent films, so I imagine this will have a bit of a weirdness attached to it. But Scarlett Johansson's in the role, so get ready. Another remake coming your way soon. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Today's We're Going to Hell story is all about how actions have consequences, Big J. And it's kind of a half-assed follow-up, if you will. Uh, Because a couple of weeks ago, we talked about this famous treasure that was found, uh, the Forest Fen treasure. You remember us talking a little bit about that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very familiar. Uh, And so he had put together a couple of books looking for this particular treasure that he said had been buried someplace. And uh, we don't know who found the treasure. We just know it's been found in Wyoming's Rocky Mountains. But here's what we do know. It apparently was not... Rod Craythorn. Rod Craythorn is one of those guys that uh, that read Fenn's books and was just, you know, spending his spare time just diligently searching for this treasure. And much like uh, you were prone to do if you were a fan of this particular series, you interpreted whatever clues that he gave you in whatever way that your mind wanted to interpret those clues. Right. And so he, reading the clues, Rod was like, I know where this bleeping thing is. It's at the Yellowstone National Park Cemetery. And I'm going to find this treasure. And so he spent his time digging up a cemetery in Yellowstone National Park looking for this elusive treasure from Forest Fen. Uh, guess what, Big J? That is very much a crime. Uh, you can't just go onto a national park and start digging up grave sites. You understand what I'm telling you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You can't. And so despite whatever clues may think you or lead you in that direction... Uh, especially if there's not anything there, that's just going to get you in trouble. And the U.S. Attorney's Office and the District of Wyoming set together some charges on September 16th, charging the 52-year-old man from Utah for excavating and trafficking in uh, archaeological resources on U.S. property, which is serious thing. Basically, he's accused of digging in Fort Yellowstone Cemetery different times over an eight-month period between October of last year and the end of May of this year. He was looking for a treasure chest supposedly filled with gems and jewels hidden in 2009 or 2010 by Fenn, a New Mexico art dealer who left clues in his book, The Thrill of the Chase. Fenn then died in September and then let everybody know in June that the treasure had been located, though the person who found it still hasn't been publicly ID'd. Some claim that Fenn never actually hit any treasure at all, and it was just one big elaborate ruse to sell books. So that could be a thing, too, until somebody comes forward and says it's me, right? Yeah, unless that's part of the agreement of them keeping the million. Sworn to secrecy? Yeah. NBC and the Sacramento Bee uh, have both noted multiple deaths in dangerous situations spurred by the search of Fenn's treasure. So not the first time somebody's got in trouble, but it's the amount of trouble that Mr. Crayhorn is going to get into if he's, if he's found guilty in December 14th. Just to give you an idea of how they don't take digging around on public grounds in the U.S. any kind of joke, he's looking at 10 years in jail. Minimum, by the way. Minimum. Because he spent eight months doing this, so they could tack on a bunch of years onto it. And then a quarter of a million dollar in fine. Damn! Don't go digging around uh, Yellowstone Cemetery, man. They do not take kindly to that. Uh, of course, then the most disappointing thing Rod says was that, of course, he didn't find the treasure. Not only that, but he was way off. Where I mean, what an to. optimist, though, that, that, that he felt like he knew where it was. 
Well, a lot of people felt like they knew where it was. A lot of people were wrong. Uh, and uh, But a few people facing 10 years in prison and a quarter of a million dollar fine for picking the wrong spot. But that's it, man. When you get gold fever, forget about it, right? Exactly. You gotta dig it up. You uh, ever fancy yourself a treasure hunter? No, no. I never did like, uh, like uh, the metal detector thing just seems really sad to me. Uh, whenever I see somebody on the beach doing that, I just go, oh, you know, oh. God, what a jerk. I know. But it, it just feels really sad and lonely to me. And uh, I never really got into that kind of stuff or treasure maps or any of that stuff. I know you watch all those goofy shows, so you must have you some sort of help. You must have some sort of, uh, you no, know. No, I like history. And interesting stories. Yeah, which is but... What, which is what a lot of those people who are out there with those metal detectors are looking for, not necessarily money. No, I understand. But the money wouldn't hurt, right? Oh, right. And yeah. this guy was definitely looking for money. He could give rat's ass about history. The guy buried in 2010, for goodness sake. Uh, he just wanted a chest full of jewels. So, I'm not sure those two things are the same. But either way... He's in serious trouble, and he'll find out in December how long he's going away for. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's the X. That is Blur and song number two here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we have a study. Everybody likes to complain about the drivers, no matter where they are, where they live. They're surrounded by the worst drivers in the world. Uh, Ask a lot of people around here. They'll tell you the worst drivers in the world, they're in Idaho. Uh, If you ask Big J, the worst drivers in the world, they're in Utah. And if you go to uh, California on a weekend, the worst drivers in the world are in California. Uh, but you cannot deny the uh, the way that Quote Wizard, which of course is an insurance company, came up with the uh, coming up with the list of the worst drivers in the country. And they actually did it based on data, Big J, believe it or not. Data? That's right. Uh, they surveyed all the accidents in every state, all the speeding tickets given out, all the DUIs and all the citations for moving violations. Uh, given out and then broke it down to per 1,000. Basically, uh, now keep in mind that this is the people that got caught for driving terribly. You understand? Right. That's part of it. Uh, of course, there are plenty of terrible drivers out there that never get caught driving terribly. But they did the the data that could be measured is what they used. And they came up with the people that drive the worst live in Wyoming, Big J. That doesn't make any sense to me. How come? Because there's not that many people in Wyoming. Well, again, uh, that's why they they measured it out per 1,000. They took the population and the numbers out of it and just basically said, uh, of the amount of per 1,000 people that live in a state, these people have the most accidents, the most speeding tickets, the most DUIs, the most citations. Actually, where Wyoming is light years ahead of everybody, which made them just kind of catapult up the list, DUIs. Uh, If you're living in Wyoming, you are apparently driving drunk a bunch of times, which is not a good idea. Virginia was number two, Colorado number three, New Jersey four, South Dakota number five for the worst drivers in the country. Where does Idaho rank, Big J? It is at number 20 of the worst drivers in the country. Uh, And so that's never good. It is uh, just below Indiana and just ahead of Maine. Utah, Big J, by the way, comes in at number 22. So kind of smack dab in the middle, if you will. If you're wondering where the best drivers are from, well, that would be West Virginia, Big J. Just like John Denver told you. Uh, Number one with a bullet. Missouri, two. Michigan, three. New Mexico, uh, four. And Texas, number five. Although, again, you talk to anybody. I've got personal stories about basically driving through Texas and seeing almost five people murdered in my my one-day drive through Texas from people driving like insane people. Florida is also out there, which is uh, filled with people that don't know how to drive, too, as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, who knows? We all have personal stories attached to it, but it is interesting that based on at least data that you can measure, uh, we're not too bad. Number 20. So, uh, there's plenty more worse than us, but we're still a little bit of improving to go if we want to be considered among the best drivers. But you don't have a lot of problems with people in Idaho driving, do you? No. Except for they don't know how to use a four-way stop, right? That's your biggest complaint. Yeah, well, that, I mean, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, like, uh, somebody taking over and thinking that they're some sort of traffic security guard. And that they can go ahead and tell me it's okay to go. <laughs> when people I mean, tell you how to drive, it drives you nuts. I well, no, know. but I mean, you're at a four-way stop, and there's clear rules on how a four-way stop works. And I stop, and I know it's not my turn. But the other person is like, yeah, go ahead. Maybe they're just trying to be nice. No. Follow the rules. Rules are meant to be broken. I hate those people. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Uh, so drive like you were driving. You're going to be all right. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. 
Oh, Big J, Halloween is right around the corner, bro. Yep. And it's always come with some safety-related issues, even when you were a kid, you know, and that doesn't even, you know, take into account the fact that we're a smack dab in the middle of a pandemic. But you know how, you know, you always want to check your, your apples for razor blades and make sure there's no poisonous candy in your bag, all that kind of stuff. And so the FDA, in spite of the pandemic and a lot of places shutting down, trick-or-treating, etc., still has a list of safety tips that have absolutely nothing to do with what's going on with the coronavirus. First, they advise choosing a costume that's labeled flame-resistant, Big J, because uh, nothing worse than catching yourself ablaze on Halloween. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to set yourself on fire. What a terrible end of the night. Or one hell of a costume. You should also add a bright, reflective material to your costume that will make you more visible when you're outside in the dark. And make sure you're not tripping over your costume either. The group also says you should wear a hat or makeup rather than a full character mask to keep your vision clear. That way you don't get tagged by a car when you cross the street because you got, you know, your hockey mask on and it's ruined your peripheral vision. Also make sure you, if you're using makeup, that you've previously tested it on your skin or your face because if you're allergic to it, that's also bad news bears. Uh, also, if you've never worn contact lenses before, they recommend not wearing those crazy contact lenses for Halloween uh, because they see more eye injuries on Halloween more than any other holiday, believe it or not. I guess that makes sense, right? Because there's not a lot of holidays right. out there you're sticking stuff in your eye other than Halloween. So, those are some of the precautions the FDA recommends you take if you're planning on dressing up for whatever reason for this Halloween. So make sure you take them. And then, of course, check your candy. I saw the stories again making the rounds this year of making sure parents watch out for edibles in their children's candy. It's the laugh. Like I'm going to throw my $50 edibles in your kid's trick-or-treat bag. Get the hell out of here. You out of your damn mind? <laughs> oh, man. Dodgers took a 3-2 World Series win uh, with a uh, lead with a 4-2 win over the Tampa Bay Devil Rays last night, putting them one win away from the championship. Clayton Kershaw, another decent performance in the World Series for the Dodgers, picking up the win. Lasted through six innings, and so we've got a day off for the World Series today. Game six, where the Dodgers can wrap things up. Tuesday, happening in Texas. What was your game of the day in the NFL, Big J? You're the one you had the most fun watching. Uh, I don't know. That Tennessee-Pittsburgh game was a good back and forth. Well, it wasn't really a back and forth. The Steelers held on. They were up yeah, twenty-seven just, to seven. The Titans never really went back. I mean, they they tried to mount a comeback, they, but they they almost won the game on a field goal. No, they would have tied the game on a field. Okay, goal. Okay, well, that's close enough for but me. But there's no back and forth if one team never has the well, lead. Eventually, they came back. <laughs> uh, but they couldn't win, and so uh, congratulations. The they Steelers. lost by a field goal. The only undefeated team left in the NFL, thanks to the Seahawks' overtime loss last night to the Arizona Cardinals. Chargers put up a bunch of points on the Jaguars, 39-29, to your final score. Uh, 49ers looked good against the Patriots yesterday, 33-6, to a big victory there. Uh, Chiefs handled the Broncos pretty handily in some snowy weather in Denver, 43-16. Buccaneers big over the Raiders, 45-20, to and the Bucs looks like they're going to get some additional help. Looks like Antonio Brown is headed to the Buccaneers, signing a one-year contract with them. Uh, so I don't know where they're going to go with all the footballs there in, uh, in Tampa Bay, but they'll figure out a way. Packers over the Texans, 35-20. to Washington football team beat up on the Dallas Cowboys. Andy Dalton is concussed. And so the Cowboys have issues, if you will. Uh, 25-3, the final score there. Bills over the Jets. Saints over the Panthers. Browns over the Bengals. And Lions come back on the Falcons to win there. We got Bears and the Rams on Monday Night Football tonight on ESPN. Broncos open up the season with a victory over the Aggies, 42-13. Your final score, great game by Hank Bachmeyer uh, in the first game for him for the season. Three touchdowns, zero interceptions, 20-28, 268 through the air, looking good. Uh, looks like Khalil Shakir is going to be pretty good this season, too. Seven catches, 123, and a couple of touchdowns. Very, very nice. United States is not doing great with the box office, Big J. Uh, nobody's going to the movies. There's not a lot of theaters open, and uh, movies like... Uh, whatever Liam Neeson's new movie made $2.1 million good enough to win the box office for the weekend. So it's a struggle. But the worldwide box office is picking up the slack, my friend. And it uh, looks like China's theaters are leading the way now in the worldwide box office. And so it's time uh, that a bunch of filmmakers are deciding, you know what? The United States are going to have to just wait 
and they're going to release some movies overseas and see what happens and try to make some money on these movies they've had in the can for a while. And I don't blame them uh, because right now they can't really tell when North America is going to open back up and have some sort of box office kind of thing. And so they are going to let it roll and see what happens. Now, Marvel movies have decided not to do this just yet. But I can only imagine it's a matter of time before they decide to just say, uh, bleep it. Let's make some money somehow, some way on some of these, right? Yeah. Because they've got a schedule to keep and they want to keep pumping these things out. And, you know, they have stars that are attached to contracts, not only for movies, but also for uh, amount of years, too. Some of the Marvel stars do not have movie number contracts. They just have through the years. So if they want to make some movies with some of these people in the allotted amount of time, they're going to have to start pounding some of these out. So they have to figure things out a little bit from a money-making perspective, too. So we'll see what ends up happening. But don't be surprised if we don't see movies for a while in other parts of the country or world, I should say, do. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and uh, Nick, I believe this is the first opportunity anybody has to get qualified for Santa's sack. Right. Ho-ho! That is correct. Very, very cool. And uh, not only will we get qualified for Santa's sack, we will also get you a gift card to Papa Joe's Italian Restaurant here in the Treasure Valley, right there on Capitol Boulevard. Uh, you can't go wrong with any of the dishes there. Nice atmosphere. Fun place uh, to, to meet up and enjoy yourself. Just got to figure out... You know, how to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown here today, which might not be too hard. No, it's been Halloween-themed the last couple of uh, days, and Big J has not done well with the Halloween theme. We'll see if that extends. We should probably tell people what's inside Santa's sack for week number one. What is it, Big J? Uh, uh, oh, boy. Uh, it's an Echo Dot. An Amazon Echo Dot is inside the sack this week. That is week number one. Reminder that uh, once you're in, you're in for the entire run, and the prizes inside Santa's sack gets bigger, better, more awesome as things go forward. So, if you want to play, 208-287-1003. Big J, are you ready? I'm ready. Now let's go to the phones to get a contestant. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Travis. All right, Travis, you're up first. Travis. What animal was terrorizing the lake in the horror movie Lake Placid that came out in 1999? Uh, yeah, crocodile. Right. Correct. Big J, in which movie did mispronouncing Klaatu Barata Niktu result in a dead-eyed attack? Uh, Army of Darkness. Right. Correct. Travis, back to you. What snack is Tallahassee searching for in the 2009 movie Zombieland? Oh... A delicious snack. He's always on the lookout for brain. it. Brain. What is it? Brain. A brain? Wrong. No, no, no. A brain. Brains are not delicious snacks. At least brain. Oh, zombie, of course. Hello, the X. Hey. Hey, we need to know uh, what snack was Tallahassee searching for in the 2009 movie Zombieland? Oh, gosh. Uh, Twinkies. Right. That is correct. <laughs> yes, Twinkies <laughs> is correct. Big J, Tony Todd is known for playing what character in this horror trilogy? Tony Todd? Tony Todd is the name of the actor. He played what character in a horror trilogy? A set of three movies named after this character that he played. A trilogy? Yes, there were three movies made. Um, And remake in the works. I, uh... I'm going to go see Child's Play? Wrong. No, no, that was Brad Dorf that voiced that character. What if I said you say his name into a mirror three times? Oh, Beetlejuice? What? Wrong. You don't need no mirror for Beetlejuice, okay, bro. I, yeah, I'm completely... And there weren't three of those movies. Hellraiser? No, no, no. Candyman. Right. Oh, Candyman. Candyman, Candyman. Candyman. Congratulations, my man. You got yourself uh, qualified for Win Santa's sack. You got some Papa Joe's coming your way as well. What's the matter? Uh, is that the uh, that guy's played a bad guy in some other things, right? Yeah, he was yeah. a bad guy in a bunch of stuff, and I think he's popping up in the remake too, but not actually playing Candy. Interesting. Again, morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown. We got ourselves some headlines next on the X Rock. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and their website, GoTeamMazda.com. It's where you can go for your next newer used car adventure, updated inventory, fresh start credit button payment calculator all there near the palm of your hand dude go teammazda.com is where you need to go headlines are as follows big j makes sense to me good morning and finally makes sense to me what would you do for free wi-fi big j 
What would I do for it? Yeah, what would you do for it? I don't know, Wi-Fi is weak. Huh? I don't necessarily like to use Wi-Fi when I can. What are you talking about? What do you use at your house? Well, I most of the stuff I use is connected directly to my Ethernet, to my router. What would you do for free Ethernet then, Big J? Uh, anything. <laughs> A couple in Switzerland uh, named their daughter Twifa after their internet service provider decided that they would give them 18 years of free service and free internet for them naming their daughter after their company. According to a local newspaper, the internet provider Tweefy uh, promised free internet for 18 years to any family that named their child Tweefa or Tweefus. <coughs> the anonymous Swiss couple reportedly thought it was a joke, but then started to like the name. The girl's father says the savings from not paying for internet each month will go into account for their daughter to use when she turns 18. Aww. He also adds the Tweefa is the girl's middle name, not her first, which apparently still counts for the promotion, so there's that. So she's going to have to go by that if she doesn't want to. Which seems like a cop-out to me. But, you know, I App mean... measures. 50, 18 years of free internet, if you're chucking out, uh, you know, a thousand bucks, or a hundred dollars a month, I should say, for it, that'll add up, right? Yeah, yeah, that will add up. I mean, it essentially is a little over $20,000 if somebody's paying you to name your kid that, but then, you know, at the end of the day, it's still your kid. Plus, I mean, the other part of it is, I mean, who knows if what we consider internet is that going to be a thing in 18 years, do you know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah. We'll all have chips planted in our brains that'll have us completely connected well, to the... not not most Americans, Nick. That won't happen. <laughs> we'll all be it. logged into the server like the Matrix before too long. And who knows if, if that's... If we aren't already. Tweefa. Good morning or finally? Finally! The world is one step closer to solving one of fast food's stickiest mysteries. Is the McDonald's ice cream machine broken or not? With just 2,000 lines of code, Rashik Zahid, 24, created a website featuring a map that tracks which ice cream machines aren't working at roughly 10,000 McDonald's across the United States. He developed McBroken.com over the course of a few weekends this summer from his home in Germany after trying to order some ice cream at McDonald's and was told the machine was broken. He was getting tired of that excuse, so he wanted to figure out for himself how he could do it. So there's the app that you can download to figure out if your McDonald's has a functioning ice cream machine or not. If you're really jonesing for a shake. app's been around a while. Or a, um, according to not, apparently to him it happened uh, over the summer. So. Oh, there's been some other ones. Probably not as good, though. Uh, yeah, and, or it's not as accessible as this one is, which is easily downloadable. And you can track on your phone. So there's that, if you need it. And we'll wrap it up with good morning. Nobody wants to be woken up by an intruder inside their home, but police in Glide, Oregon say two women were woken up on Wednesday morning to find an intruder inside their home. They confronted the intruder who left, then called police. Police responded to the home early in the morning and identified the intruder was Michael Gilligan from the photo the woman took. Eventually, they located him on a highway nearby wearing a backpack, which they later learned he'd stolen from a vehicle. He was found with some things that he took from the lady's house. What did he take? A gallon of milk and a can of beets. Those were the two things he decided to take from the house. What the hell? I know, right? Well, then again, you know, it's 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 Oregon, so who knows what granola stuff is inside yeah, there. Yeah, but, but the, now the granola people are stealing. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but when they take it, it's just a can of beets. But, hey, listen, I bet you they would have given it to you if you would ask. Yeah, God, yeah. Take it out of the house. Well, I mean, except for my household. I think beets were cool. You love beets? No. I don't love beets. Who loves beets? The Everybody wife. You? The wife. With mustard on them? Probably. Jesus, God almighty. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. <laughs> Marilyn Manson, we are chaos here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. I have been promised a surprise from Big J, so I am ready for that surprise. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, uh, we got a uh, text message uh, here uh, from, uh, I'll say a friend of the show, Nick. Okay. And revealed to, uh, to me that coming up here December 2nd, you will be able to triumphantly raise to your mouth hole a McRib sandwich from the Treasure Valley. You're kidding me. No, I'm not kidding. It's not a joke. I had to vet this person. And yes, it is for sure happening December 2nd. This is the worst news ever. Why? I literally started my diet today. Well, that's, if that's you can't have a McRib sandwich? No, I cannot have a McRib sandwich well, as part of my sounds diet. Sounds like your diet is already a, a failure. Well, no. Uh, it, it will be a true test of my willpower, and this is the way that uh, 
No, the true test of the willpower is I'm going to eat one right in front of you. (laughs) That is fine. At that point, I should be okay. December's like a month and a half away. (sighs) Well, yeah. I mean, diets are supposed to be a lifestyle change, not something you do. Then you don't call it a diet. That's not a diet. Well, we'll see what ends up happening. You're undergoing a lifestyle. You're going vegan. I know. I did a lot of work. I did a lot of research as to which one I'm going to try and do, and so it's supposed to be a step in the right direction. And so I have to avoid things like that. In order to well, do it, and so I'm going to... I would to... tell you that's mentally unhealthy for you to do. What are you talking about? I'm sorry, it's the truth. What is? Not eating McRibs? Restricting anything in your diet. Yeah, well, no offense, Big J, but I, I'm not, right now I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll take my research over the man sitting across from me. Oh, okay. And, All uh, right. The whole science thing. I, I try to believe You it. hate science. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm a, I'm a fan. And it's not even science. It's just reading uh, what's going on. Either way, that's good news for everybody else. Good news for you. You get to try one in December. Right. Well, I've had one before, yeah. I, well, I'm that's sure what I mean. I'll have it again. I will, right in front of you. Several times over. Uh, thanks for the support. I appreciate it. And uh, and I think it's good for everybody. I, I think it's fantastic news for the Treasure Valley. I would like to know, uh, did he tell you? Because I, I can't remember when last time it was here. No, but it's been a while. It has been a very, very long while. And uh, and while I, I may not be able to partake myself, I can tell you that I am a big proponent in the McRib, and I'm very happy for the Treasure Valley. What's the date again? December 2nd. Finally. Uh, congratulations, everybody. You guys enjoy that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will enjoy some bad impressions. That's happening next to the X Rocks. On 100.3, the X. Yeah, let's get you set up with a uh, gift card to Jackson's Food Stores that you can use for pretty much anything that they have there, whether it be food, beverage, or gas, for that matter. And uh, you just need to figure out bad impressions here today. All right, get on the phone, 208-287-1003, if you'd like to play a game called Bad Impressions. It works like this. Big J has three clues. They all point to somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those amount of clues or less... Then congratulations. Look at you winning some Jackson's Food Stores gift certificates. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Vaughn. All right, Vaughn, you're up first. Vaughn, we got we got a fictional character here, okay? Oh. Okay. All right. I like my martini shaken, not stirred. Okay. I enjoy driving an Austin Martin. Okay. The net latest movie about my life, No Time to Die. Might not ever come out in theaters. Uh, James Bond. It is Bond. James Bond. Congratulations, my man. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with that Jackson's gift card. You can support some local businesses, which is pretty damn cool. If this has what I think you're going to talk about, this story is insane to me. Uh, it is insane. MGM uh, considered in uh, at some point here recently tried to sell uh, the movie No Time to Die for streaming services, uh, and they wanted $600 million to it's do it. a lot of money. For that movie, uh, was it Amazon they were talking to? Uh, I think they were talking to everybody. Okay, they were just like, uh, "Is anybody want to give for us auction?" Yeah, six hundred million for this James Bond movie, which is crazy. I mean, to think it didn't about. cost six hundred million to make the movie. No, no, but they, you know, I'm guessing that they thought with the profit it would make. And I mean, I don't know what the numbers did on the last James Bond movie, but I bet you that's significantly less than what the last one made, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can look that up. Uh, uh, but, but I mean, either way, everybody said no, hard pass, huh? Or did they just decide not to sell it at the last minute? Or, or I mean, who knows? They might still be trying to. Yeah, I guess. Worldwide, uh, Spectre brought in $880 million. Okay. So they're, they're, and I'm, I'm, I had a feeling that this one might actually do a little bit better. Inspector. I don't know why, but I just had a feeling that it would because the buzz surrounding it and it was Daniel Craig's kind of last bow as if fun. somehow they could, you know, you know, put it in the in the right time when people felt comfortable getting back to theaters. It could be the biggest movie of all time because people are like, I want to watch a damn movie. <laughs> but I mean, you know, 600 million is a lot. And then it, as a company, you have to think, OK, how do I re, re you know, get those costs back in into making money for my streaming service and that is do you rent it do you do what disney did with Milan? yeah it would have to be a premium price on that um to for somebody to watch that and then now i would ask you would is that no, something you would no, pay I'd be very for? upset i would be very upset well i know you'd rather see it in the theater yeah. there's no doubt about that but i mean you'd i i know you would not watch it that much oh yeah i would i would have i would have to so would you pay like the $30 Mulan fee for it if it was like a Disney Plus thing? Um, I mean, probably. Why not? All right. I mean, I think I might too, which is crazy. Well, I could, and then you could, you know, come over. I we'll like get that. you a ventilator. And... 
hook me up and I can watch the movie. Yeah, that sounds like a fun movie going experience. You're right. I'm all in. Should be scared coming around my house. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We will wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Evanescence, use my voice is how we're going to wrap up the morning after with Nick and Big J for this Monday, the 26th. Qualified our first person to try and win Santa's sack this morning with Pop Culture Smackdown. You'll have three more chances over the course of the, sh- the day today to actually uh, tune in and be a part of that. Jason Drew's going to do it at five, two, about 1230, Adam at 530, and Randy at 930 tonight. So lots more chances. And then Friday will be the first grand prize winner. We're going to do this for six whole weeks. And the prizes will get bigger and bigger every single week. And once you're qualified, you're in for the whole run. So getting in early gives you more chances to actually win the sack. Does that make sense? Damn! Win that sack! <laughs> on top of that, Big J put some screens on his gutters, or more, uh, I guess, uh, accurately, his nephew did uh, for Man Up Monday. Uh, and no more leaves in those gutters, baby! Yeah, take huh? that! <laughs> what do you Do you give him anything for doing that? Yeah, actually, we did pay him. Oh, how much? What was the gig? Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> I see under the table for tax purposes. Yeah, that makes sense. Take well that, done. man. The man. <laughs> uh, but that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, you know what? It took about uh, till October for uh, near the end of October for us to strike uh, finally against 2020, and a group of uh, uh, folks there uh, have uh, taken out a murder hornet nest in Washington, Nick. So long, Murder Hornets. Yeah, they had to use special, uh, even more special beekeepers outfits because the Murder Hornets uh, stinger is three inches long. Yeah, it looked like they worked at the uh, the nuclear power plant from The Simpsons. They're all dressed yeah. up in like the, the big white uh, safety suits. But uh, feels good. Get some. Uh, and they took it out, right? Effectively yeah. removed the whole hive. So humans no, they won. vacuumed them up. Murder Hornets zero, right? Yes. And hopefully that's the last we see of him, but I highly doubt it. But who knows? But it looked like it was... I wouldn't want that gig, I'll tell you that. Yeah, right. no. I mean, do they call, like, special exterminators? Or... Because you can't be a murder hornet specialist yet, right? Well, it's uh, the epidom... I don't know what the proper Aww. scientific term... Epidomineologists? We'll Epi- go with that. Epithingiers? We'll go with that, too. Okay. Either way, they helped save the day, right? <laughs> yes. Heroes. Thank you. Each and every one. Tomorrow is when you will see us next. Jason Drew is up next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rox.